Hello, you're listening to the Hamilton Brothers e-commerce podcast. If some of our discussions and tips are working for you, why don't you grab a 15-minute call with us at ecommercecall.com. We'll see whether we can help scale your e-commerce business. We will quickly see if we're a fit or whether we can recommend someone else to get you where you need to go. The worst case is you'll have a fun 15-minute chat and regardless, you'll come away understanding a lot more about your business. Book a call at ecommercecall.com. Hello and welcome to the Hamilton Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, Ian and I are talking about GA4 and going through the differences, what you need to do, and some of the most important things you need to look out for with e-commerce. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, Mark. How are you? All right, Ian. How are you? Yeah, I've been okay. Been a while. It's been a it's been a a week, a week and a bit more since we last two weeks. Yeah, we did two weeks. It was yeah, it was Easter. Yeah, different stuff. Chilled out. The Hammersley brothers had a break. Yeah, yeah. It was was, um, school half term, wasn't it? So you had your kids, and it was difficult. Yeah. Normally, when I have a break for you know holiday, I need another break to cope (laughs) with the holiday because it's basically children. (laughs) I know. I know. We sent uh, we sent Ben off to the weekend. He went to his Duke of Edinburgh hike, and it was like we didn't know what to do with ourselves, like rattling around the house. Like, you did what that did we in do? New Zealand? Thought that yeah. was a UK thing. No, it's here. It is here. Wow. Yeah. He came back and he said, "I said, did you enjoy it?" He went, "No." <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I did. A, I loved it. He's not a camper. You see, I'm a camper. I love camping and hiking and all that kind of stuff. But I'm really trying to really trying to get him into it. But every time <laughs> no. he's like, why? He's like, came back and he said, I'm going to earn a lot of money. So I never have to live like that. I'm like, I was like, poor people don't end up camping and, and go hiking. It's not, it's not what like homeless people do. Um, anyway. Honestly, <laughs> youth of today. Yeah. Youth. Yeah. What right. are you going to talk about today? Okay. GA4. GA4. Yeah. That big three-letter word, GA4, that's been, we've been talking about it for what seems like years now. And Mm. it's been this sort of like, oh, God, it's a bit like the millennium bug. It's like it's a big thing, isn't it, for e-commerce? And it's a big thing for everybody because we, I mean, particularly you and me, I mean, we've we've spent our careers in in GA3. You know, yeah. looking at Google Analytics and, you know, know it inside out, back to front. Yeah. You know, like it's like for us, it's like looking at the matrix, you know, looking at the zeros and the ones. You know, we can make sense out of it because we just love it. You know, we've been in it for so long. Know it, know it, you know, every orifice of it, you know, super quick. And all of a sudden, you know, we were then shown GA4, default dashboard. And um, we were like, what the hell? Is this? Yeah. Like, where's all the stuff gone that we were using for years? You know, we, I mean, I mean, you and I couldn't make head and tail out of it, you know, and we are completely not a nerds for a while, could we? Yeah. Because obviously you've gone and, you know, I'm well, going to start to interview you and ask you some questions about it. Yeah. I've been sneaking, yeah. sneaking looks at it. Because I, 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 I remember the time when Google Ads changed its interface and I was like an old man with the old 
interface saying, oh, oh, what a change. And then it, it eventually changed and I had a bit of a freak out. And a week later, I could barely tell the difference. But I th- and I, I've been coming at the GA4 yeah. with the same kind of mindset. But uh, I must say, you know, at the beginning, you kind of think, oh, this is dreadful. You can't see anything and stuff. But And I, I think that, unfortunately, quite a bit of that remains to be the case <laughs> with GA4. Having said that, like, I've noticed over the past month, every time I go in, they do seem to be putting new stuff in there. And there is yeah. some new reports coming. And, and, and hopefully that, that, that they'll catch up on that a little bit. And it'll, hopefully over time, it will overtake GA3 as a product. Um, I mean, it's clean. Yeah. And, 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 and I am starting to see my, my way, way around it. And I, I'm overcoming that kind of initial kind of like, what am I looking at? Uh, 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 thing. So I am seeing seeing it in a different way. And I think you, with any tool, you've just got to kind of gradually look at it, you know, every week yeah. until your brain well, it's starts difficult, to... isn't it? Because yeah. we're busy, you know, we've got e-commerce businesses to run and you tend to go into GA when you need to oh, find something out. Okay, why is our traffic down? You know, why is mm-hmm. our conversion rate down? What's happening? What did we do last year? And you kind of, you know, instinctively go and then you get frustrated because you can't find out the answer. So, well, let's start off with Let's start off with what, why it's happening. So why has it happened? I mean, it's kind of irrelevant. It's happening. But why? why yes. What are they doing? So uh, that, that, there's, there's all this kind of third-party tracking that happened and um, the, with the new browsers coming in and, and uh, everything was in GA3 was an old architecture was going to kind of gradually become less accurate over time. Also, Google wanted to be able to, I mean, Google built, Google builds Google Analytics ultimately as a tool to help people understand their Google ads traffic and spend more on Google ads. That's, that's, that's fundamentally what the, the, the tool is for. And it's never really been a very good tool at, at understanding like social media spend, like Facebook spend and things like that. So it, 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 you've got to understand that it's, um, it's horses for courses. That's what it does. Ultimately, though, a lot of people will use Google Analytics who don't use Google ads and it will still get lots of value out of it. But mm. the, they wanted to be able to show people the, the, the kind of cross-platform uh, sale that was happening. You know, someone was driving a, a, an ad from Google Ads, and then they were going to email, and they were going to mobile and different stuff. And they wanted to be able to capture more of that and show a bit better of the attribution. And obviously, with the new, uh, new browsers and the new technologies coming in, that's kind of why it's had to happen. Also... A kind of little bird told me that the they that that in Europe the Google Analytics three was kind of deemed maybe um, illegal, like from a privacy point of view, or what it was collecting on the, and the architecture they couldn't really change it to do that. So therefore, they they may be um, moving quicker than um, than expected, and it also kind of plays into the fact that they're going to delete the data after six months, which kind of makes you know, that kind of makes sense. If, if, if it wasn't, if they were happy that mm. they collected data okay and everything was all right, then they'd probably let you keep it. But by the fact that they're going to delete it probably means that, you know, it's a deleted problem, it's so gone, let's just isn't ha- it? Just, let's just ask, let me ask you a question about that then. So yeah. so they're going to, so they're going to delete the, G- so at some point, GA3, all the previous data that we've got that goes back years and years and years, that's going to go, is it? That's yeah, be deleted. Well, at the moment, that looks like we're going to get it for about six months after the changeover. That's what they're saying. Um, obviously, yeah. things can change. 
So, um, I mean, and that's going to be really annoying because a lot of the time, it, well, first of all, it's going to be annoying when you're in GA4 and you want to look back at year month on month even or even like six months on six months or year on year and you're not going to be able to see it in one system. Yeah. So that's going to be the So let me ask pain. you a question about that. So GA4, when we connect to GA4, because you skipped ahead because I'd got some things in my head I was going to ask the questions about, but you skipped ahead, but I'll, I'll go sorry. there. Yeah. You know, but so in GA4, when we connect GA4, it's not going to pull in any old data. So you're not going to be able to go in GA4 and go, oh, I want to compare 2019 with 2023. You're not going no. to, have to do it. No, you're going to be tracking no. from the day you set up your tracking on GA4. Yeah. That's, that's how okay. it's going to work. Yeah. Okay. So it's not pulling anything through. So what is going to happen then? What's going to happen with this old data? You'll be able to you'll be able to access your old Google Analytics for another six months, yeah? Yeah. That's what they said so far. Yeah. 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 But what's the cutoff date? Just to confirm, is that has that changed or is it still the same? Oh, God, you put me on the spot now, but you can see it in your old Google Analytics at the top. It says it June says when it first is it? Yeah, it's June something like that. Yeah. Um, and. I'll get it loading. You can ask me another question. I'll bring it up on the screen whilst I'm talking. But okay. um, it's around June. Okay. And I thought they were going to keep pushing it back like everything, but it doesn't seem to be pushed back. All so right. it looks like it's actually going to happen. So uh, oh, here it's you annoying, go. isn't it? Uh, July the 1st, 2020. July the 1st. Okay. July yeah. 1st. All right. So what, what are the, like, just to get into the, because I'm going to get into the practicalities of it all and how we get our favourite data and our charts and things and what's different about it. What's you know, you know, mm. GA three versus GA four stuff, which will come. But what is the first? What do we need to do? Because lots of people will be on. Loads of people on this will be on Shopify. Some will be on Magento, Big Commerce, WooCommerce. Um, yeah. You know, and and probably a handful of other econ platforms. Well, what what are, what do we need to do now? Yeah. So from a very basic point of view you want to go and set up a GA4 profile in Google Analytics. So like a, we call it like a container, like your, your website in GA4, ready for the data to come in. Because yeah. um, if you've got a GA3, an old Google Analytics account, on the move over, Google will automatically create a new GA4 account for you unless you've already linked it to one you've set up. So let's say I got one for the demo site and I've got my old one and then a new one, but they're not linked. Google will then go and create a new account, a blank account with nothing in it, if I haven't got them linked. So you want to, you want to create an account in J4 and you want to link the, the old one to the new one. Right, so, so it's pretty Google easy goes, to do, is it? Yeah. You yeah, just yeah, verify the domain. And it tells you at the top, it says, it says link, yeah. this to, link this to an yeah. old one or something like that. Okay. So you can do that. So, so once you yeah. do that, then you've got to get. Then what do you have to do? Well, then you've got to get data into it. So the first thing you need to think about, what you need to understand, is how Google GA4 works. And GA4 works by um, sending everything is called an event. So everything that happens on the website is a type of event. So a page view is an event. An add to cart is an event. A purchase is an event. Everything mm -hmm. gets sent through to GA4 as an event. And inside some of those events there is sometimes more information. So the purchase event inside that little package is like what the value of the order was and what products and what SKUs were, 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 were um, 
were sold and also the category of, of the products that were sold. So you can kind of send within events a little bit of metadata that will tell you what happened. Now, a lot of the events, yeah, but, just the event itself. Yeah. Let me back up a step. So, but, but in terms of actually getting data in there, yeah. you know, it, let's say we're on Shopify, for example, do we need to go and put new tracking code on Shopify? Do we have to put a new GA number, a new GA ID in Shopify? Or yeah, just so that was, yeah, I was going to I was going to yeah. come to that because if you, you asked me about multiple platforms, so I was uh, it's going to be different for different platforms. So yeah, basically it comes in as events. Now, if you were on Shopify, Shopify has come out with a native um, uh, GA4 channel inside Shopify, and you can link that to GA4, and it will start tracking. It will only start tracking some of the events that we use for e-commerce. They are page view, uh, the purchase event is tracked, and a couple of the others. But some of the more important ones for e-commerce don't seem to be out of the like. box. Like add to cart, um, begin checkout, uh, view mm. item. Um, uh, you can even do, there's actually quite a few uh, new um events that are available in, in GA4 that we hadn't had before, uh, which you can do. Um, I think the most important ones are add to cart, begin checkout, uh, purchase, view cart, view item, view item, view item list. What, now, out, that are not in as uh, out of the box on Shopify? The sh only one of those that is in, out of the box on, on Shopify is the purchase one. At the purchase one is at time, this time. Which may get added. It's yeah, it may, it, may get, it may get added, yeah. Um, okay. Now, and it, let me ask you a question. If if they if people set it up now on GA4 from Shopify, um, and let's say in a month's time, Shopify decide to update it and they will put the add to basket event in there, will that show retrospectively? No. Or not? Will, no, it'll only show when, when Shopify start adding that yeah. event and it'll then track it from that point on in the future. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like with the old GA3 where we used to put an ad to, an event on GA3 to track the add to basket. So we used to have an event yes. trigger when the add to basket so come on. So that it only that, started when that event was was added. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's also an event okay. uh, yeah, I talked about begin checkout. So so but okay. the thing is about GA4 and Shopify is it's going to give you a decent amount. You're going to be able to see your sales at least and which channels they're coming from. So you're going to see you're going to start to be able to see that. And you know, with Shopify, there'll be an extension that comes out that just that helps you do the rest um, eventually. And I would just install the default Shopify one for now, just to get it tracking, um, and 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 then yeah. you, know, you should be okay. And then for the other platforms, to, to, to a certain extent, yeah. on Shopify, that tracking in Shopify is is so much better than something like Magento. I mean, you can see the add to cart, for example, on Shopify. You can see it inside you know, Shopify so it's, itself, so it's yeah. In, yeah, which is, yeah. and it's probably more accurate anyway, yeah, um, in some respects, yeah. You know, so that's 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 a slight advantage, isn't it? It yeah. it is cool, it on. is, but ultimately, I think that I mean, I I'm on our site, we've got uh, add to cart, and and once you've got that event, you can start to see like landing pages against add to carts, for example. Yeah, you can see, you know, you can start to you know break out the Hamasy Brothers funnel from that, which is yeah. great, but. So, um, yeah. Well, that means, that you know, that brings me on to the next main question, which is, which is of 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 the stuff that we use in our playbook, you know, every day, all the time. 
which is we're looking at things like bounce rate, land, landing pages, bounce rate, add to basket, basket checkout, checkout to order. Mm. You know, all those sort of metric, navigational flow, you know, seeing where if they're on the homepage, what's the bounce rate of the homepage? And if the bounce rate's too high, then where, where do they go next? What's the navigational flow? All those things. Um, what's missing then? You know, so you've obviously said the event, is, it works with events, not... Um, you know, not not in in the same way that GA three does. But what what's missing? Well, you know, in terms of our playbook, what's well, there? The language is changed around bouncing, and that everything is displayed as an engagement rate. So it, it's it's they, they rather than talking about people who leave, they're talking about people who stay. And an engagement engager is slightly different than than the kind of opposite of a bounce. I forget exactly what it is, but if you can see on the reports, they're reporting a lot on, not just like, for example, when, when, when you were on GA3, you would be looking at pages per session, which would take into account the bounced users. So the people who just came on and bounced off, that would take into consideration the bounced users. So if you had like a 90% bounce rate, the pages per session would get reduced massively by that because 80% of people were bouncing and the people who stayed on didn't do it. Whereas Google Analytics 4 does it in the other way. It basically goes, well, these are the people who are engaged. And of the people who have engaged, this is the average amount of pages they looked at. So mm-hmm. it's slightly different in in terms of how how it's reporting and, um, and, and, and what's going to happen. And we're going to have to change some of our KPIs. Yeah. To so to... for example, we said the average bounce rate on a normal e-commerce website is about forty percent. Yeah. 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 So so we'll have to we'll have to because somebody asked us the question recently and they said and actually it was um it was a big analytical problem. They said what you know what are the what are the Hammersley brothers gonna you know what's gonna change in terms of when GA four comes along, what stats are we now going to look at? Yeah. And we basically said, well, we won't, it's not going to change the, the maths of, of how we run an e-commerce business. It's the same. You mm. know, we're still going to look at, you know, add to basket, basket, checkout, checkout to order, traffic, average order value, lifetime customer value. You know, that's not going to change, is it? Nothing's yeah. going to change in terms of the, you know, because these are like, you know, the math that we use in the target sheet is the is the cornerstone of, you know, of ca- of capital retail. You know, it's not, it's the same stuff. But it's, it might yeah. be called something different, and it might be slightly harder to get. But in the fact, fundamental the, math don't change. The only one that's going to change for us is the bounce rate one, and yeah. so which is changed to engagement rate. Yeah. So I'll, eventually, I'll come out with the, what the equivalents are. Now, I probably would like to to wait a little bit to see some data in there to kind of get some benchmarks before yeah. coming out with those KPIs. That's the next thing. That's the most important yeah. thing we've got to do. I think, isn't it? Yeah. Get, well, well, you know, what is what what are the benchmark stats across? Now? You know, like the yeah. I mean, thousand, particularly for engagement yeah. rate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So those, yeah. but the, everything else is staying the same. You know, the the, the add to basket rate, the basket to order rate, the average order value. That's all the same. Uh-huh. It's just measured. It's and measured do you do you think way. there's merit in? So if we're saying that the default Shopify GA four does not include the standard events of add to basket, you know, should should people go ahead and and get that built custom, or should we wait? Um, 
it's it's going to be up to it's going to be up to the person and whether and how how much they want those reports. I mean, for for me, I, I like to have those reports in there, and it's probably not going to be that difficult to get those events set up using a Google Tag Manager. But the the, the part of me thinks, well, in GA three, Shopify did have the add to basket and the shopping behavior by default, so you'd think that they were working towards that at some point. The difficulty is that on a demo store now, I put on GA4 maybe about three months ago now with all the stuff, bells and whistles. And then now um, it, Shopify has come out with their own native one and I'm using mm. one that isn't native. So uh, that could lead to complications further down the line if I wanted to move to native. So it's kind of like working out, you know, if you, I, I would probably, I mean, I'm a big fan of waiting in these situations because going through the GDPR thing and the cookie thing for e-commerce and all those things is that you, you can, you can spend a lot of money a month or two and then everybody goes through it at the same time and these solutions just pop out and it's like, oh, well, do you know what's such crazy? I've seen, I heard people paying, you know, £20,000 to get GA4 set up, you know, when it first mm. was announced. And it's like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, yeah. These businesses springing up from nowhere, like we're GA4 specialists, yeah, you know, charging yeah. tens and tens of thousands of pounds. And it was the same with thing with the GDPR, wasn't it? You know, and the cookie Absolutely, law, and how people yeah. deleted their whole mailing list, yeah, you know, when they didn't need to when GDPR was announced, you know. And it's like, oh my god, so I, I agree with you, actually, yeah, I agree. And I think if you think about the stats that we use when we run our own e commerce brands, you know, and the, we use the drop by drop report every day. You know, we, we're looking at ROAS. Mm. We're looking at a blended ROAS every single day on new customer acquisition, which simply means how much we've spent on advertising versus how many new customers we've got for that day. Yeah. You know, and looking at that over a period of time. And that's what we're looking at every single day. And it's only really when that's, you know, not working or we need to really go and grow the business that we then then go and look at Google Analytics. You know, so... You know, and I would say when you Shopify, you've got the ads to basket and basket checkout there anyway. Yeah, but I wouldn't. But I personally wouldn't bother. No, I mean to be honest, I, I don't. Th- I think I think it'll change very quickly. In that, yeah, everybody on Shopify will want to track their ads to basket in Google Analytics, and it'll happen. You just go, oh, this is extension, or Shopify will do it themselves, because I, I think that it's it. People are going to want what they had in GA four. Sorry, GA3, yeah. and it's not there. So that well, was it. the first thing that we would mm. check. If we're trying to improve somebody's e-commerce business, we'll go and look at the conversion rate. We'll break it down into add to basket, basket, checkout, checkout. To order. Mm. So, What's going to be hard for us is that, you know, we'll get to look at someone's site and I'm very used to having the add to basket. And it's like going back five years when you yeah. didn't have the shopping behavior. And it's like we have to then kind of try and hack what it is. But hopefully... We should, you know, if it's it is Shopify, we should be able to see the data in. Well, Shopify is fine, but it's the others, yeah. isn't it? It's Magento, Big Commerce, and the others. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, yeah. that's going to be a problem, isn't it? So we do, we de- you know, we definitely need. If you want to work with us, we need to know what your uh, your yeah, basket. basket is. Yeah, yeah and, and the thing is, if you're on WooCommerce, if you're on Big Commerce, you're on Magento, you're going to go and get some kind of implementation done either with an extension mm. or, or you know, with a developer. And you're probably most likely going to get the add to basket event uh, added in because it's just one of the yeah. standard events. I was Could very surprised easy. actually yesterday when I, because I'm doing a big um, 
kind of walk through with everybody on Thursday morning, Thursday morning, Wednesday morning, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, on GA4. And I went to look at people with the Shopify installs. And I'm like, gosh, you've not got those basic um, events uh, yet. Um, and I can, un- I can maybe understand, well, I don't really know why that is. Because, you know, obviously they're doing it in GA3. They're doing it in GA3. So they must know what a, when someone adds to the basket on, on any theme. Um, so it was just odd that they haven't added that. But, but there's obviously, they obviously wanted to get it out get something out to the market would at least track yeah. something. And so, seem like, you know, you know, hats off to like, them. They've made it a lot easier. They just haven't put, put those in. It probably yeah. coming. So that you were yeah. talking about, um, um, I mean, not, not to get too detailed into this, but you did mention before we were chatting about uh, the default attribution method is different. Do you want to mention, do you want to talk about that? Was it in GA3, GA4? Oh, everybody loves attribution. Everybody loves attribution. Well, say it's a very dry subject but it, it like the it is changing so that and it is important to understand because if you've been relying on google analytics 3 for your sales it's going to change because google analytics the default attribution method is last click so what that means is is if i said came to your website on tuesday from a google ad and then came on email on wednesday uh, and then on, on on friday i bought from your website on a direct click google analytics would would give 100% of the sale to direct because it's the last click. Um, whereas GA4 is going to be what they call cross-channel data-driven model by default. Now, what that means is, is that Google's going to model where it thinks the sale has come from and allocate some revenue to each touch point. So probably... Like data driven in Google ads um, is sim- most similar to time decay. So what they tend to do is, is attribute more to the clicks that came at the end rather than at the beginning, a little bit more. Um, but we don't really know what the cross de- channel data driven model is because it's obviously a black box that, that Google provides. And it's, it's kind of like AI is trying to learn where the sales come from. So that's how it's going to track sales. Now, if you don't want that, you can change the attribution model in GA4, which you weren't able to do in GA3. And you could change it to last click again. You could change it to first click. You could change it to you know, whatever you wanted to. So depending on what you're doing, if you did a lot of lead generation in your e-commerce business and inquiry, then you might, re- you might, want, to, you might want to change that a little bit. Um, depending on, on what you see. But you can model that as well. So you, you, yeah. you, can, model, um, you can model what, um, what you see. Um, you just sent me a chat message. Is that yeah, I'm sending you a chat. Yeah, so, I was just questioning right. something you just said. All right, yeah. well, just but, ask you know, I'll give you a chance to correct it. Well, I was questioning whether or not the GA was 100% last click. GA3. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it's just last click. Yeah, so I thought it had an element of blendedness in that naturally. You can in GA3 go and look at the different attribution models in the advanced things down yes. the bottom left, but you, it is by default everything you see apart from that in the main things is last click. So, yeah, it is it is last click, which is uh, it, usually not particularly accurate. Um, 
Well, because... that's interesting. I mean, that's why that's why you know email might look quite good in GA three, mm. but obviously you always say, well, you know, if email is accounting for thirty five, thirty odd percent of the revenue, but where's that email come from? It's probably come from a paid ad or you know paid social or Google ad because that mm. just magically appeared on your email list, have they? Does it come from mm. somewhere, particularly if it's a prospective data? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now, um, is there anything else you want to add? Apart from the just... fact that we've really got to do a lot of work around, you know, providing the benchmark stats for some of the new stats in GA, particularly with the attribution is going to change. Because, for example, I mean, we always just said, well, 30% of your email should be, you know, revenue should be email in GA. Yeah. Now, if the attribution model changes, that's going to change. Yeah. You yeah. know, isn't it? So, you know, we need to come up with some base mark stats, which is what we will be doing. It would be prudent not to do it immediately. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll just we'll do what we we will see what's seeing. And, and, you know, we're obviously looking at the data a lot more than everybody else across many more e-commerce sites. And so it's just going to pop. It'll pop out and um, yeah. just keep listening to the podcast and you'll we'll, we'll update you as, as it happens. But it's um, I think it's important to talk about what's not there. Some of the things I didn't find in GA4 um, that I was expecting. What's a little bit more annoying is it's like on the reports you used to be able to say you looked at landing pages it would always tell you like the percentage of landing pages that landing pages was so your home page you would go oh this is 14 yeah. percent of it we've lost those so we don't know um we don't know individually how much that is without having to work it out with a calculator which is a bit annoying um yeah the other thing we've lost is um site speed so there's nothing there's no site speed in ga4 um whether they'll add that later, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, the only way to do it would be to actually use JavaScript on the site to time this page load and then send it to uh, Google GA4 as a custom metric. But that seems rather convoluted and difficult, and you better just use yeah. another tool. Well, probably so, what you use another tool. Well, know, a Lighthouse or, or PageSpeed stuff. Like yeah. yeah well, it, was, I think it was always take it with a pinch of salt and Google Analytics around speed anyway. Yeah, well, at least it was an at least it was a consistently wrong stat. Yeah, I could, could go and have a look benchmark. at it. Mm. We always used mm. to say if it was you know if a GA said the page was average loading, you know under like three seconds or less, it was fine. Anything yeah. five seconds and above was a problem. Yeah, but so at least it you know it wasn't real world speed, was it? But at least yeah. it was useful. You know that's, that that is a problem, isn't it? The the landing page because it was so easy to see. You know, of, 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 of everywhere that lands, you know, we would say, you know, 25% of people land on the homepage, 30% of people land on a category, and 60% of people land on the the uh, the product. Yeah. You know, that was so easy to say that, wasn't it? That's, so, that's yeah. really annoying that's not there. The other thing you can't see is you can't drill down into, so on all pages in GA3, you can click on the page, and you can click on navigation. You can see where people were before that right. page. And where and they you, went. And where they went. Now, you can't see that in the same way on GA4. Now, they have got that kind of flow report where it's like a spider where you can see... You mean the coming pathetic from... thing that looks impressive in presentations but doesn't actually mean anything? Yes. They've, they've recreated that, that in GA4. And it's... I mean, you could vaguely get... The, you can pretty much get the data if you want to, but it's so much harder. It's such a harder way to kind of understand the flow mm. through the website because you've got to highlight the the, the 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 node that you wanted to go through. 
and you've got to try and work it out and there's no real um, data on it. I, I don't know why they got rid of the navigation throw. That was probably one of the best things of GA4 that we've yeah. lost. And, and that's really, because I use that a lot. Well, to give you an example, you know, yet this morning, actually, I was with a, with a client who had a bounce rate on the homepage of, uh, I think it was like 34%. And it's like way too high. So the average balance yeah. rate on the homepage should be less than twenty five percent. This was 30, 34. And it's like, well, you went to you went to click on navigational summary and you look at the next path that they go and the, and it shows what's well, very very clear. You know, the next you know five pages were their top categories. Um, and could you find them on the homepage? No, you couldn't. They weren't there at all. You know, so you mm. therefore you know what you need to put on the homepage because you're looking at where they go next. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and and I I think I don't know maybe something because to be honest, if it's not if it doesn't come in there and it's as difficult, then probably some other tool I'd like to pull on the site just to give me that information. That's much more easy because mm. it, it, the flow. Not a lot of people saw that, you know, or knew that. Was no, it was navigational summary tab. It was quite hidden. Yeah, know, it was yeah. kind of hidden, and it was like, but and also people kind of looked at it and didn't realize the the you know the importance of what it, it meant. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's gone. Um, what else? Uh, well, I, I, they, the Google ad, Google ads. You can see that now that they, they've brought that in. That what is really poor is the site search. So the site search, first of all, it's a bit more difficult to set up to track site search, and then, and, and I might be wrong about this, but like I can't find anything. I'm trying to pull off a report that shows me some useful information about what the conversion rate is of people who type mm. in pillowcases, for example, or duvet covers or stuff like that. But all I can see is the event count, how many people search for it. But I can't see any useful information on it, nor, oh. nor can I very easily see how much of the traffic is actually searching um, on search and using it. So that seems to, that seems to have gone. And, and that, that was, you know, that was, quite because knowing whether site search is a big deal for you or not and and what the the performance of it and Mm. i'm aware that there's you know there's tools that will give you that data but it's kind of like for the average e-commerce site just kind of going oh hang on a minute you've got nine percent of your of your traffic is using site search that's really big you know um have you done anything with site search and they go no not really and and then you can kind of say, well, it is big. You could probably do more with it. You could probably get more people using it. And it's just at a glance seeing that. So yeah. that's become a lot harder as well. Um, well, hopefully and, it will come. Yeah. So there's, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like you can see how they would add things. Um, and I feel I, I, the difficulty at the moment is every time I look at GA4, I see something new. And I don't know whether that's something they've just put in. Or whether it's something I missed before, because I remember looking at GA4 like a month ago and going, "Oh, you can't see any Google Ads information." And then yesterday, I was like, "Oh no, it's all here." So um, it's probably a bit of both, uh, to be honest. Um, as, mm. as as they roll it out, and I, I imagine as they get to D Day, the big move over day, then we'll probably see more things popping up as well. Yeah. Um, but the most important thing is to is to get ready, start tracking as much as you can in there, and um, and start start having a play with it because I've started to see you know like I can now see the the add to basket against each product I can see how many products were added to the basket in in the report in GA4 and I can see how many um, 
of those products were actually purchased. So I can see the add to basket rate and the basket to order rate on each product, which is, that is great. Because, why is that? Because we've added some custom tracking there. No, it's, event. it's just the, I'm, I've got the, uh, add, the add to cart event tracking. So I can add that. Well, you, add said in, you said in this, you said the standard Shopify wasn't adding. Add yeah, I haven't got the, I haven't got the standard cool. shopping. I haven't got the standard shopping. I, I paid someone to do it two months ago. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Event. You've added. We've we've added some custom event on the demo store. Yeah. 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 But it's not there as standard. So that's no, it's not there as standard information. You've just confused yeah. everybody at the end no. of the podcast. But uh, what I'm saying is, I'm starting to like once I've got those things, I'm starting to see the interesting things um, I, can, I can do yeah, with you it. You can have them in. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Of course, you can just, add anything in. I mean, not, you know. Yeah. There seems um, to be less there out of the box at the moment, doesn't it? Hopefully that'll Well, only from, only from Shopify. To be, yeah. From Shopify point of view, and also GA4 is missing some things that even if Shopify yeah. had, was sending the information, it would, it would be missing. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's still going to be a good tool. You know, it, it's still going to give you a lot of stuff you, you mean. We've just probably been spoiled with some of the things there. So the, are you basically saying don't panic? Chill? Well, well, there's no, there's no point in panicking because it doesn't really make any difference. So you're just going to go and get it implemented as, as, as the best you can with the, with the extensions, the best extension that's available in your, in your platform. And and um, you know, the very yeah, least... when you say to someone who's panicking, don't panic. It doesn't help. It makes them panic. The best thing is to take some action, isn't it? Take yeah. some action in a in a calm way. What do they say? <laughs> yeah. Plan for the worst, but hope for the best. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. not about panicking. You're just going to lose your Google Analytics, that's all. If you've got stats yeah. somewhere else, a lot of people don't even look at Google yeah. Analytics that much. You know, it's it's like people have come to us and asked us to do a project on their website. And they'll be like, have you got Google Analytics? No. And so we're running a website 20 years and you haven't got it. It's like, well, we kind of like you to install it. That's so we, never happened. That's never happened been a in our entire career. That's been a couple. No, it hasn't. To be honest, it has it happened it used to happen a lot more about four years ago it's become much more mm. of a well-used tool since then um and it, the reason it's become and here's the reason another reason why you want to get ga4 set up if you're doing google adwords is because they will start to work increasingly more together like ga3 did and i imagine that GA4 tracking inside of Google Ads will be as good as the enhanced conversion tracking that we've got or, or similar to it anyway. Um, and also the audiences you will be able to build in GA4 should be better mm -hmm. than the ones you were able to build in GA3. So mm -hmm. hooking it into Google Ads should give Google Ads a lot more information. That's, yeah, that's um, interesting. To, to pull that's, from. That's a good, yeah, that's a good positive, mm -hmm. isn't it, that will come. Because yeah. Google Ads are trying to make their ad platform work a little bit like, I suppose the way I can put it in the future is a bit like the way Facebook was working before the iOS 14 change, that it was starting to predict audiences. Yeah. To buy. Yeah. And also... R rather and also than just being a, a thing that goes, if someone searches for plant pot, let's, let's show products of plant pot. It's trying to be a lot more predictive that the person that want to buy plant pots it puts the ads in front of yeah them. and if you have website tracking and google analytics 3 tracking in google ads you can see that the google ad, the google analytics tracking is under reporting by, by about 30 percent so mm. it's 
it, you can see the data it's missing and it's getting more and more and more. So that's why that's why we're asking people to move over to GA4 so we can just capture more of the more of the sales that yeah. that, that, it, that that it knows your marketing is um, is capturing. And and that's what you want really. I mean, if you are going to use Google Ads, it's it's not it's nothing. Uh, evil on Google's part. They want you to know what what value it's doing to the business because it's it is. You know, it's the, the, if it's generating a sale, you want to know, don't you? Of course, um, you, you want to know why it's very, your money. You want to know where, very, where you put your next dollar. Yeah, um, I don't think it's going to fix the problem of Facebook tracking and, and Facebook claiming all the sales and Google's claiming all the same all the same sales. But um, mm. you know. Each to their own, really. Yeah. That's why we've got the other tools, the drop by drop report, yeah. and things like that. Yeah, and I, I think you know. On that note, I think we'll leave it there. Well done. I think it's been a, yeah. a, a quick fire podcast of GA four. Yeah, I will. If you're in the Facebook group, we'll be we'll be releasing some GA four training shortly. So um, yeah, get get in for that, and also we'll probably, um, I'm sure, at some point we'll we'll, we'll put something in the show notes as well but it's going to evolve over the next month or so isn't it and um well not a few yeah. months or years and, i think Come. yeah yeah eventually it'll be a much better tool won't it yeah, yeah. it will be yeah yeah we'll be, awesome. and we'll do a podcast on ga5 soon yeah cool. okay awesome okay all right i'll speak to bye. you later bye, bye.